You're listening to Pod With Me. Ready. Okay, pretty much by now, we don't want to hear anything else about Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. Ah, but I'm sure there's things you missed. For example, the ABC exclusive of the Oscar producer that broke his silence. They were saying, this is battery, we will go get him, we are prepared. Or from actors that have had bad experiences working with Will Smith in past films. I feel like I got slapped every day with a verbal abuse. And more reactions from the industry. No one could have predicted the most controversial movie of 2022 would be G.I. Jane, but it was. Let's get a sound check. Are you ready to pod? Let's go. So back when I worked with NBC Universal and Telemundo, I did deal with Will Smith because I had to prep him up for the shows and make sure he knew everything we were doing. He was funny, he was great, he made me laugh, we laughed, we talked, and I was just so surprised that this happened. <laughs> and apparently, the whole world was surprised too. So first we're gonna listen to Will Pack. He's a producer that was working at the Oscars that night and ABC had this exclusive with him. Ready. I said, did he really hit you? And he looked at me and he goes, yeah. He goes, I just took a punch from Muhammad Ali, as only Chris can. He was immediately, you know, in, in joke mode, but you could tell that he was uh, very much still in shock. Whatever you want to do, brother. And he was telling me, I'm fine. Let's just get past this. I'm getting out of here. I can't believe this happened. The LAPD came and needed to talk to Chris. And so they came into my office and they were laying out very clearly what Chris's rights were. And they were saying, this is battery. We will go get him. We are prepared. We're prepared to get him right now. You can press charges. We can arrest him. As they were talking, Chris was, um, he was being very dismissive of those options. He was like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. He was like, no, no, no. And even to the point where I said, I said, Rock, let him, let him finish. And they said, you know, would you like us to take any action? And he said, no, he said, no. And I didn't have any conversation with Will. They were about to physically remove Will Smith. And I had not been a part of those conversations. And so I immediately went to the academy leadership that was on site. And I said, Chris Rock doesn't want that. I said, Rock has made it clear that he does not want to make a bad situation worse. That was Chris's energy. His tone was not retaliatory. His tone was not aggressive and angry. And so I was advocating what Rock wanted in that time, which was not to physically remove Will Smith at that time, because as it has now been explained to me, that was the only option at that point. It has been explained to me that there was a conversation that I was not a part of to ask him to voluntarily leave. Will Smith um, reached out to me the next morning and said, um, and he apologized. And he said, you know, this, um, this should have been a gigantic moment for you. And he expressed uh, his embarrassment, and um, and that was the extent of it. Canadian producer and director Miles Dale was sitting a couple feet away from Will and Jada. Every single ounce of energy, uh, air rather, came out of the room yeah. at that moment, and it got very quiet. I was about 
30 feet away from Will, right behind Bradley. And um, so it was just it was just really disturbing, frankly. Um, and you sort of wonder what happened. And that persisted for a while. And then, you know, during the commercial breaks, it's been well reported that, you know, Denzel and then Tyler Perry and Bradley and a number of people went to talk to Will to try and figure out what was going on and um, console him, I guess, and understand it. And um, I just heard this morning, you know, there had been some reporting that the Academy had asked him to leave. Uh, it turns out that that was sort of unofficial. I'm just curious as to the Academy's response. Do you think they handled it well? Well, no, I don't. I also think it's such a, a, a one-of-a-kind situation that there is really no playbook on how to handle it, you know, when it comes down to it. So um, you can't really be ready for something like that. So uh, I know there was discussion between uh, the governors and Will Packer, the show's producer. I saw Will talking to Will uh, Smith, um, again, between a commercial break. So I, I, I think that they were just trying to figure out what the right thing to do was. It was you know, Will Smith was a lock for um, for the Best Actor mm. Award, so they knew that that was coming. I, I, that was not a surprise to anybody. So I think there was just a lot of confusion, uh, and I think now they're trying to figure out, you know, in the in the aftermath of that, what to do. And and you know, are they going to kick him out of the Academy? Maybe. Are they going to suspend him? What would that even mean? Are they going to take away his Oscar? Almost certainly not. You know, right. when they kicked Harvey Weinstein out of the Academy, they didn't take his. Academy Award for Shakespeare in Love, and when they uh, kicked Roman Polanski out, they didn't take his for the pianist, so I, I doubt that's in the cards. But the fact is, you know, it was really a, an upsetting moment, and I think, you know, he continued to make some bad decisions that night in terms of the nature of his speech, which was not great, and then being out partying and dancing when he probably should have, you know, gone home. I just think a lot of that, you know, it, it hasn't sat well with uh, our community or, you know, with the black community. And, and so I, I think everyone's sort of on edge wondering, you know, what might happen and what consequences might be. My colleague Joe Rogan, host and comedian, had this to say. The idea that you think it's smart while wearing a tuxedo to walk onto a stage in front of the world, mm. like literally the world, one of the mm. biggest award shows on earth, if not the biggest, and smack a comedian for the most yes. mild joke, and then sit there quivering, saying, With keep anger, my yeah. wife's name out of your fucking mouth, and everybody's just gonna sit there in the shit that you just took on the table. You just pulled your pants down and took a shit on the dinner table, and they all have just sit there and look at that. That's what it's like. These people live in this fake world of, you know, you're you're protected by guards you're driven by limos you're on the red carpet you know like all of it is crazy life and he's so goddamn famous and so so removed from regular discourse and interaction with regular people that he for whatever reason in his head acted like he's a character I in a movie the whole thing was so bizarre and it made me think like how many other human beings could be in a similar situation and pull mm. that off. And this is what Steve Harvey said. After the show, hello. He could have stepped to him and said, "Hey man," and he could have slapped the taste out of Chris Rock mouth and then they could have worked it out. But I thought it was a real punk ass move to go up there on national TV where you know you can slap this brother. See this is how you know it was it was some it was some Hollywood ass mess. He slapped the dude and turned his back and walked off. You know, good and hell well in real yeah, life, man. Dog, you, you slap a, 
Come if on. you slap a black man in real life and try to turn your back and walk off, yes. it ain't no way you can do that. He put Rock in a place where Rock had to do the only dignified thing he could do. Thank was you. stand there and took the slap like a man. Bringing the comedy in, Jimmy Kimmel. In one stunning moment, the night went from Oscars so what to Oscars so what? <laughs> no one could have predicted the most controversial movie of 2022 would be G.I. Jane, but it was. <laughs> this was the Hollywood version of your drunk uncle starting a fight, ruining the wedding, and then standing up and giving a long toast to the bride and groom. Ah, an earthquake showed some tough love. It also reminds me what happens when a man is in love with a woman that um, when a woman doesn't love him. Ooh. You know what I mean? And when you're trying to make something to love you, mm. that no matter what you do, she's never going to love you. Damn. And, you know, you when you see a woman with the vitriol that she had towards him, you know, I fell for my man, and he taught me like he always taught me. I would have acted different if he hit me because my normal re uh, reflex was to defend myself and retaliate. But Chris showed me what it is to be a professional. Mm -hmm. and what he did should be applauded. I agree. He didn't want to make sure that the black production for the first time at the Oscars get worse. And Living Colors' Tommy Davidson had a little run-in with Will. But you don't tell her that you're going to give her a kiss, which you should have told her that you were going to give her a kiss, right? You're supposed to? Right. Well, the, what happened was the producers didn't let us rehearse it, and they told me that she didn't mind that we didn't rehearse it, and they didn't tell the truth. So Will comes into the trailer, and he, you know, is, is looking like the other night, walking towards me, you know? And um, I had no idea what he was talking about. So words were exchanged, and, and you know, I asked him, "Let's go outside." And Jada didn't get it, let it get to that that level. You so, asked him to go outside. You thought, like, were you ready to go? Like, you know, give each other more than love taps? Hey, there was not a lot of room in there. We were like in a bus, you know, and and, and I didn't know what he was talking about. So I figured if we went outside, me and he would just kind of iron it out. That's all. What in a street kind of way? No, I said iron it out, as in, like, the laundry. <laughs> so what's the story with Will Smith, Tommy? You know what? I have no idea. You know, the only thing I can really surmise is that he was in a lot of fear, hadn't won an Academy Award. That was a wonderful performance, his best ever. And then he's got all this social media stuff brewing with him and his wife. And it was just, you know, it was just a moment where he became real human, you know? Right became real human. I think he just got scared and whatever. No one knows what really happened, but so what I, do looked you... at, I looked at the, the balloon, that pressure balloon. Yeah. Must have been pretty in his head, must have been like really, really tight. And what Chris said might have just triggered it. Looks like comedian and actor Paul Rodriguez had one of the worst situations. I mean, besides Chris Rock. Rodriguez worked with Will Smith on the 2001 movie, Ali. But he turned around that smug, that, that, that look like that. I'd seen that look before. I, I feel like I got slapped every day with a verbal abuse. I'd be walking around and he'd hurl some insult. You know, I, I just kept it in. I went, what am I going to do? Will Smith says, you better be careful. You're far away from anyone who likes you. I go, where does that come from? I mean, what do you mean I'm far away? He goes, ain't no Mexicans here in Africa. I said, what? 
the insults just continue. Uh, that, that look that after he uh, hit uh, that, that look of impunity. And I'm saying to myself, I, it went from one of the happiest moments of my life to a horrible situation. I had lines. I, I didn't audition to be an extra here. Comedian Chelsea Handler really liked the way Chris Rock handled the situation. Chris Rock handled himself with such a plum and it's like such a pro and that, you know, he couldn't have reacted in a better way. Like he just handled it like a professional and it was a it was a good uh, example to all performers and all comedians how to keep your cool. I totally agree with Chelsea. Nobody in a million years ever thought that Will Smith will be capable of doing this, especially at the Oscars on his night. That could happen to any of us. We think we know people, but you never know what's really going on in their lives. Anyhow, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and until next time, don't fall off the pod. Or hit anyone. Hey, podheads, can't get enough of the pod? You can always go to your app store and download the Pod With Me app. And if you want to comment on any of the episodes, you can also check us out and follow us on our social media under Pod With Me AJA. And remember, you can always listen to the pod in any podcast app. I'm Alex J. Aguiar, and until next time. Bye.